Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. You're listening to The Man That Can Project with Lockie Stewart, a global movement created to empower men and open up what's really going through their minds by having real and raw conversations about life's unique challenges and our individual ways of processing it all. Welcome to the Man That Can Project. Welcome back, gentlemen. If you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Lockie Stewart and I'm the host of the Man That Can Project's podcast and I'm very excited to have you guys here. So remember to hit the uh, subscribe button so you don't miss any more episodes like this. We've got some incredible guests that have been on and uh, some even more incredible guests coming up that... I'm well aware of, but I'm not going to give it away. Uh, we'll leave that to a bit of suspense. But for those who are tuning in for the first time, I always love to open the show. Rather than having paid advertisers, I just like to plug the programs that the Man That Can Project has. But I don't need to plug anything specific uh, today because we've got a few exciting things which you'll hear more about in the future. But if you want to get involved and you want to take your life to the next level, just we've got a free Facebook group available, The Man That Can Project. Make sure it's the group, not the page. And if you do just want to check out more, head over to the website, themanthatcanproject.com and you can have a little uh, squiz around there. And if anything uh, tickles your fancy, jump on in and uh, it'd be great to connect with you guys there. But today's episode... Building better communication in your relationships or with your partner, right? Whether that's a man or woman, it doesn't matter. These tools and strategies and things that we're going to talk about, and I'll aim to do this as quick as possible because I know uh, everyone's car commute, which is where most people listen to podcasts, is on average 35 minutes. But if you're like me and you live in the city, I can get even on a scooter, and I'm not talking like a moped, I'm talking like a Lime scooter. If you don't live in Australia, Google Lime or Neuron. There are little, literally look like fold-up scooters. I can get from any, like most places that I go within seven to 10 minutes. So I need short Sharpies. So I'm going to give you five tips on how to improve your communication within your relationship. And I'll explain how they've influenced and positively impact my relationships and why as men, we really need to uh, work on this because more men than ever, and this was this this whole conversation's come off the back of I had a had a young lad reach out to me today, and one of the uh, challenges he was facing was with his communication with his partner, and it's more common than most of us realize. So I think the fact that more blokes are uh, being open to talk about it and put their hand up and say, "Hey, bro," one of the things that is ruining my relationship right now is the fact that I really struggle to communicate. I can't articulate myself. I always allow my emotions to take over and I snap, but I'm just not showing up in the way that I want to be. I know I'm a good bloke. I just 
you know, need to work out how to better improve my communication. So let's dive in. Point one, show genuine listening interest. We all experience distractions, lads. It's fucking normal, right? You might have a a watch on that buzzes and vibrates and steals your attention. Someone might walk past in the background and you lose focus. You might be having a conversation about something that triggers or reminds you of something and then you start thinking about that and your eyes start wandering. This is us losing genuine interest within the conversation that we're having and people know, think about this, think about conversations that you have right throughout a day or on a daily basis where people pull out their phone or um, start talking to someone else. How does that make you feel? If you're like, oh, it doesn't bother me, well, that's probably a bad thing because it's become so common that people are texting and doing other shit and oh, yeah, I'm guilty of this, I'm 100% guilty of this, so I'm not perfect at this, but it's something that I'm working on. It's a muscle that I'm looking to flex because I want to get better at it. But we know how it makes us feel, right? It's not always the best. It doesn't feel like, you know, if you've ever experienced someone who literally has made you feel like you're the most important person on the planet and their attention is 100% on you, it is an incredible feeling and you remember those conversations more than most. So for me, having experienced conversations like that, I'm well aware of my weaknesses and my downfalls in regards to uh, showing genuine listening interest, even if I think I'm interested. How is it looking to my partner or in my relationships? So uh, what I'm working on with that is, okay, well, when I'm having conversations, I really want to be mindful that I put my phone in my pocket and for those who've actually tried calling me, you'll notice that Do Not Disturb is on 24 fucking 7 on my phone. So you always go to the voicemail, which is brilliant because then you don't get pinged with notifications because that vibrate in the pants or on the wrist with the watch, it is a slight distraction and it can steal your focus, which people notice. And I'm just saying this is, you know, in an ideal world, right? We, many of us don't live in an ideal world. There's distractions trying to t- steal our focus everywhere, but Really work on that genuine interest. And it's even a conversation that you can have with your partner. One thing, and this will lead into the second point, like distraction-free time, and I'll I'll talk about that in a moment, but genuine interest is, is saying to your partner, you know, what makes you feel like I'm genuinely interested in what you're saying? And it's not about using that to manipulate and rot the fucking system. It's to go, okay, well, if that's how she feels or he feels that I am uh, genuinely interested in what they're saying, then that's a communication cue that you can pick up on. It might be asking more questions. It might be going, "Mm, yep, or it might just be sitting there looking them in the eyes. We're all different, right? There's no one size fits all. So being able to take ownership of how you communicate with your uh, with your partner and within your unique relationship is such a powerful thing. And I read a quote today that if you're still alive, you've got a lot to learn. And I believe within all areas of our life, but let's keep it around relationships, there's so much to learn. It's going to continue to grow and evolve. And we really need to be at the forefront of uh, <clears throat> managing that and setting expectations within our own unique relationships. Okay, so that's point one, show genuine interest. Secondly, distraction-free time. This is or has and still is an absolute game changer within my relationship. 
being able to schedule out a time and for, uh, for myself and my partner, Amy, my fiance, sorry, she'll kill me for saying partner. My fiance is when we get into bed, we put our phones down, right? Because um, I don't, Amy gets a lot of emails at night, etc., and uh, does a lot of her work. She's a night, more of a night owl than I am. So when we get into bed, one of our commitments to ourselves is distraction-free time is we have at least 10 minutes where we roll on our sides, right? Picture this, just roll on your side and we look at each other in the eyes, which is a good place to look, I'd imagine. Okay, not the back of their head. And we just talk. We find out or share what's been going on in our day, what we're excited about, what we're working on, some things that are frustrating us. But then we just talk shit and have a bit of a laugh as well. But it's just, it's it's such an, honestly, it's one of the most exciting parts of my day because I treasure that time where there's no one else getting in between and the, the level of connection that I feel. And blokes, if you're out there and you don't, if you feel like you're not valued, if you're not heard, try this because it is game changing, right? And the more you do it there, the better it becomes because the better you, uh, the more comfortable you feel in it, the better questions you can ask, the more comfortable or the better you can articulate yourself. And it's really quite a powerful thing. And you'll probably more often than not uh, realize that you talk for more than 10 minutes, right? You, you could talk for hours. Like we, we talk for so long and I, I truly treasure that time. And obviously, if it doesn't have to be bedtime for you, choose a time, but just really remove distractions, whether it's technology, Netflix in the background, being around people, just have time where it's just you, the, the two of you in the relationship and you get to continue to build and strengthen that connection. Really powerful thing. Number three, set boundaries. Right, so something that uh, when we get pissed off, it's generally because our boundaries are being crossed or, or they're not being met, right? Or even expectations, we'll throw expectations in there. And if we aren't aware of that, and this is why in the uh, breakthrough experience online, if you if you want to go through this course, and I highly recommend it, it's I'm I've recorded it. It's all self-paced, but we talk. One of the modules is on communication, right, in more greater depth than this. But there's communication with yourself, which I believe is the most important part. So I'm getting a phone call there from the fiance, and it's linked up to the podcast. Um, communication with yourself, but then communication with others and then communication with the world around you. So if you have, if you're communicating honestly and you're better at communicating with yourself, you're going to understand what you expect, what you value, what you cherish in relationships and you're going to be able to make sure that you set boundaries to, to meet that because when you've implemented and you've spoken about boundaries, when they are crossed, it's a lot easier to have a conversation about those those boundaries being crossed as opposed to just going, I'm pissed off because of this. It's like, well, you never told me that annoyed you. So when you uh, take time to check in with yourself and you know meditation, journaling, even just writing down what's going on in your head, uh, you can get a, or gain sorry a greater understanding around what's going on and utilize that and leverage that to, to set some boundaries and to discuss some boundaries with your partner around the relationship so that it can thrive, not uh, just survive, which is what most relationships are doing because they don't take the time to set boundaries. So, so far we've covered, she's on my favorites list, so she gets through the uh, do not disturb there. Uh, wait one sec. Um, we're back. We've just 
covered, sorry, genuine interest, distraction-free time, setting boundaries, and now become more self-aware. So becoming more self-aware goes, ties back into that, obviously, communication with self. You can understand more about what affects your moods and emotions, how you're feeling, how you respond to things. You know, one of the things with me, when I... Uh, confrontation is something that needs to happen within my relationship. Previously, I used to be really um, loud and outspoken about it and, and generally raise my voice. But now I've gone to a point where I sort of shut off a little bit more. And because I am aware of how I do that, and it's obviously something that I'm mindful of and want to get better at, but because I, it's there, it's a fucking reality for me right now. I've been self-aware enough and been honest enough in communication with Amy to be able to go, look, this is how I um, respond and this is what you might be able to notice. So when that happens, you know, just be aware that that might be what what's happening, but then just through conversation, we can work out or get it to a point where we can have the conversation that we, you know, I, I'm wanting to have had, or even just leave me with myself and my own thoughts for a bit while I figure it all out. Because, you know, that's an important part rather than having not communicated that in my uh, Amy just thinking that I'm completely fucking weird and shut off and maybe she's done something wrong. So the more we can understand ourselves and how we respond or even react to things, the easier it is for us to set, uh, implement the boundaries but also have the honest conversations that need to be have, uh, had so our partners can understand ourselves you know, like we understand ourselves. Okay, so really practice that and I've got a podcast coming out with Amy in uh, two or three weeks from the launch of this one where we talk a lot about that. So if you're getting value from this uh, episode, make sure you uh, hit subscribe so you get uh, uh, notified when that episode comes out in a few weeks. Fifth point, practice communicating how you feel and or what you're thinking on a daily basis. So many of us blokes don't communicate or we communicate through aggression or various other stupid ways because we don't feel like we can articulate ourselves. It frustrated me for so long not being able to put how I felt or what I was thinking into words. And I I did a podcast with uh sorry not a podcast. I at a workshop a few years back, one of the guys came along and one of the exercises we uh, I recommended the lads to I don't ever make anyone do anything. It's all choice. Uh, but one of the exercises I made this gentleman do was a, a Facebook live and sorry, suggested he did, was a Facebook Live. And he came back and going, oh, fuck, look at this. I've just embarrassed myself. I minced my words. I just didn't know what to say or what to do. I was like a bloody deer in the headlights. And I was like, mate, that is brilliant because now that video is up there. You can go and push play on it and watch it back and you can gain feedback for what you would do or say differently moving forward if you ever find yourself in that situation again. So even you know doing podcasts like this, I'll listen back to every podcast episode that I do and I will give myself feedback around whether I'm swearing too much, whether I sound like I'm mumbling too much, whether I could articulate myself better or um, find better metaphors for how I'm trying to, to explain things because I know my communication isn't perfect but I want to continue to improve it and every day and every recording or video or anything that I do is the perfect opportunity for me to give myself my own feedback. But also hearing from you guys is a brilliant uh, thing as well. But you know, I look back at 
or listen back to episodes from 2017 and I've come such a long way and my communications improved with myself but also within my relationship because I'm continually uh, understanding myself more. I'm continually working hard to have conversations with my partner and learn to be more vulnerable, share what I'm thinking, share what I'm feeling and you know, I'm not saying because I've practiced it, it's always a home run. No way. It's a challenge, a constant battle Some days I nail it, other days I don't. But I just know that through the art of being committed to practicing it, I'm going to be better off in 10 years' time than I would have been had I not taken the steps to improve my communication. So the fact that you guys are here listening right now, and I hope that you take something away from this, that you either start journaling and writing your thoughts or how you want to articulate yourself out or you start videoing yourself and watching it back right, to gain feedback around maybe your your uh, your tonality, right? Your your expressions or the words that you use to improve that, but even just uh, creating space and having the conversations with your partner, because you know that's how we invest and that's that's what it takes to have a successful relationship. And it's really uh, starting with that communication. And as I mentioned that quote uh, earlier, if you are alive, you still have lessons to learn, and there's no harm in failing. There's no harm in making the wrong choice with your words or how you say them, you can always say, whoops, that's not what I meant. Give me another crack at articulating myself. Because the more you flex that muscle, gents, the better you're going to get. I promise you that. So recap, tip one, show genuine interest in, in listening. Step two, distraction-free time. Tip three, I know I'm saying step and tip, I'm all over the place here. Tip three is set boundaries Tip four, become more self-aware. Tip five, practice communicating how you feel and what you're thinking. And me doing this podcast is a perfect example of that as well because I don't script my podcasts. On my phone, I've got like headlines or um, pain points for people who've reached out to me. And then I just write down three to five points, which today just was what I've spoken about, the, the five points. And then I'll just talk off the cuff. And I know, but when I listen back to this, I'll get a lot of feedback and I'll, I'll listen to that feedback and I'll implement what I feel is going to make me a better podcast host and help you guys uh, with my own learnings and experiences. Gents, remember, this show does not grow without you guys. So every time you tune in, it means a whole heap. And when you leave reviews and share it with your friends and make sure you take that extra moment to tag myself at Lachlan Stewart or at the man that can project when you share it on social medias because social medias, social media, because podcasts really grow through word of mouth. So every time you guys do that, I truly, truly, truly appreciate it because uh, it, you know, it helps the show grow and it helps me get this message out there to more blokes like you gentlemen. So appreciate the time and stay tuned for the next episode because it's going to be an absolute belter. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.